Welcome to Life Words Day by Day. Listen to what Acts chapter 5 verse 29 says. We must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised Jesus, whom you killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things. And so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. Well, those apostles have found themselves in an interesting situation again. They have been arrested. And then they were miraculously freed by an angel. They were brought back in before a religious council and questioned again. Their crime? Filling Jerusalem with the teaching of Jesus and the gospel. They were accused of laying the guilt of the crucifixion on the Sadducees, to which the apostles respond, We must obey God rather than men. Absolute resolve, isn't it? We must obey. The obedience speaking of here is not a begrudging, unwilling, twist-my-arm type of obedience. The word here pictures being persuaded by a higher power. So get the image in your head. The prevailing powers of the day, the Sadducees, have arrested the apostles for going against their direct orders. And the apostles say, we willingly and joyfully obey God because we know him to be more powerful than you. You crucified him, but God raised him from the dead. His power trumps your power. His authority is greater than your authority, and his command to us is to testify to the risen Christ and make disciples. We can't stop doing this. We will not stop doing this. That's radical. In the face of opposition and threats, they proclaim Christ in radical obedience to his call upon their life. Were the apostles the only ones exhibiting this radical obedience? Well, no. They were going to the same place preaching. They had a routine. But there were those believers being added to the church who devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, and that teaching made deep inroads into their hearts and lives. It changed them. The teaching changed them. It didn't just change their behavior, but rather their behavior was changed because they had new hearts, a new operating system, if you will. And so when they went back to their homes and families and marketplaces and businesses, they were changed people. We like to think in radical terms. We like to think we would be radical for Christ if he called us to something radical. So for instance, how many of you would quit your job tomorrow if you knew without a doubt God had spoken to you to do just that? If you knew without a doubt that God told you to do this and that he would take care of you, would you do it? Would you march right into work and happily say, I resign? But here's the kicker. We've been told what to do, and it is radically simple. If we want to exhibit radical obedience, why not be radically obedient to what we know for sure He has called us to? He has called us to make disciples. It doesn't get much more radical than turning the TV off and sitting in the floor with your kids, teaching and memorizing Scripture together with them. It doesn't get much more radical than before you turn off the light to reach over and grab your wife's hand and say, Let's pray. It doesn't get much more radical than writing that check to your church with a generous and glad heart. It doesn't get much more radical than sharing the reason for your joy with your coworkers. On our own, we cannot be radical. 
but through Christ in his strength we will be. Why? Because his authority is greater than any other. When you pray today, remember Rigoberto and Claudia Jimenez and their daughter, Mariana, serving in El Salvador. Also, remember the Yoruba broadcast in the target area of Nigeria.